there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're great and doing really, really well. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts from the TireRack.com studios every day. TireRack.com will help you get there. Over 10,000 recommended installers nationwide. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We got a lot to get to. Jared Smith's going to join us. He's a uh, betting analyst for Fox Sports Radio. We got some game time with you. We got an NFL memo to Lamar Jackson. Let me actually start there. I'll get to the Sweet 16 in a second. Um, let Let me start with Lamar Jackson. Okay, so there's a memo to NFL teams, and it's about some third-party dude who claims to represent Lamar Jackson, but doesn't represent Lamar Jackson. All right? It's a this is the whole thing is very very weird. Um, I think I can sum it up for you in short order, but let's kind of first tell you the story a little bit. All right? So, um. The Lamar Jackson offseason saga, this AP story reports, took another unexpected turn 
with the distribution of a league-wide memo. And it deals with the involvement of a business partner of fitness equipment named Ken Francis. On Thursday, the NFL sent out a memo to all clubs notifying them that a person not certified by the NFLPA might be attempting to persuade a team, team personnel to enter into contract negotiations with Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens quarterback who's received the non-exclusive franchise tag. Under league rules, teams can speak only with Jackson because he doesn't have an agent. According to the memo obtained by ESPN's Adam Schefter, the NFLPA informed the league that Francis, who is not a certified agent with the Players Union, might be contacting teams regarding Jackson. The memo which again, distributed to all 32 teams, says an uncertified person, Mr. Francis, is prohibited from negotiating offer sheets or player contracts or discussing potential trades on behalf of any NFL player or any prospective player or assisting in or advising with respect to such negotiations. Francis told ESPN's J- Jeremy Fowler, I don't speak for Lamar. Lamar also denied that tweeting, stop lying, that man never tried to negotiate for me. So what's taking place here? I think we can all kind of see through all the smoke and realize that Lamar's not getting, you know, you got all these reports that teams aren't interested. And Lamar's trying to figure out, okay, well, is it not interested because of you think I want $250 guaranteed for five years or you're not interested because you're not interested? And like, hey, man, we can work out a deal here. Tell me what you're thinking. Do you know what would be really, really a, a really good uh, person to negotiate to, to do to have that conversation? An agent, an agent. But I'm going to take something that Charles Barkley said last night, and I'm going to use it, okay? And I'm going to use it to tell you why Lamar Jackson doesn't have an agent. Because what Charles Barkley was commenting on last night has nothing to do with agents. But it has everything to do with the perception that can be created. This is Charles Barkley last night. And they were coming off of an interview with, the uh, I think it's Charlie Baker, who's the new, he used to be uh, in the House, I believe. And now he's the new head of the NCA. And he said, hey, look, man, we're going to try and get everybody together. But if not, we're going to try and get Congress to push on on legislating with this NIL stuff because there are state laws in place that can hold things back and we want to, you know, use... And the reason that he was hired is there's there's exemptions that the NCA needs to have through Congress. Otherwise, everybody's going to get taxed and the current system is going to go... But here was Charles Barkley's comments coming off that interview. I think it's incumbent on the NCAA to also develop a program that we believe we could implement... Uh, if the if the feds can't actually put something together on their own. The only problem with it is um, if the feds do it, all 50 states comply. If we do it, we have to perhaps nudge some states and their collegiate programs into participating because they may have state laws that don't require that they play. Chuck, you're shaking your head. <laughs> Did he say we're going to ask the politicians to help us? See, that that pisses me off already. Our politicians are awful people. As I talked to Clark earlier, because I asked him about y'all conversation, I would actually go to people who actually care about basketball, not looking at it just himself. I would put a committee together. I would love for Clark to be on the committee, get some coaches, get some players, and let's try to work this thing out. We can't ask these politicians nothing. Those people are awful people. Democrats and Republicans, they're all crooks. 
Listen, Charles is wrong. I, I know this is going to strike you as you're like, oh, you're hating on Charles Barkley. Because no, he's not. I like Charles. And Charles would sit down and I'd text him. We'll have a conversation about this on air. But he knows what he said is to be wrong. Not every politician's a crook. Not every politician's a bad actor. They're just not. And by the way, the reality of it, as Charlie Baker pointed out, is the reality is you can't just have this legislation and agreement without Congress's help because each state has their own individual laws. And so some of this stuff doesn't hold up unless you get the help of Congress, who makes a uniform policy that opens things up. We, 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 we've created this narrative that every, what Charles said is, I'm sure, getting millions of likes. They're all crooks. No, they're not. They're not all crooks. They're not, that's terrible to say. And I say that because if I say college basketball coach, you'll think, well, there's something nefarious to it, right? It's like a used car salesman. The truth is most college basketball coaches are really good dudes. Guys that played, love the game, love kids, love being around colleges, love it all, right? It's, it'd be the same thing if you stereotype, look at John Morant. That's how all young NBA players are, right? You know, they get some money, they got you know, they're going out with their friends, guns everywhere, drinks everywhere, partying every night, don't care about anybody or anything. That's not the way it is. It's not close to the way it is. We're stereotyping all politicians. And we do the same thing with agents. NFL agent. Ugh. 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 Most NFL agents are, one, lawyers. Oh, he said, oh, lawyers. Okay. This is what we do with every every profession. We can create some um, teachers. Oh, you're a teacher. Okay. Because you see some video of a teacher losing their stuff with a student and all these other crazy stories about young, attractive teachers sleeping with, like, you. if you take one story about a 1%, you're going to create some narrative. That's awful what Charles, Charles Barkley said. And look, on some level, Congress, some levels they've earned it. But the reality is not everybody cheats on taxes. Most people pay them. Not every young basketball, football player, actually most of them do the right thing. And I would guess that a good healthy number of politicians are there for a good reason and actually try and help people. And oh yeah, by the way, none of this is getting done unless you got Congress's help. You could sit here and go, bureaucracy, red tape, whatever. Like, there's plenty of different instances where things were at a stalemate and Congress had to step in and fix it. It's, it's not the best solution, but it, it is the end-all, be-all defining solution. Once they rule on it, it's over. You know, you got to go through more steps to get back in front of them. And I think what Lamar, I think what Lamar Jackson's guilty of is just falling into the all the well, the NFL teams are always out to get you. Oh, NFL owners, you know. Oh, agents are like, do you got some dude as your business partner calling cold calling teams trying to get a deal? Do you have any idea how unprofessional and desperate that looks? And and to anyone who says, well, that means you think Lamar's not smart. No, it doesn't. I like I have agents. I've had agents. 
And it, it, there are times which, in my profession, you're supposed to pay 10% to an agent. You're sitting there going like, man, I'm only really going to pay that guy 10%. What's he been doing? But try and work without one. Go for it. Fix your own car. Do your own taxes. Repaint your own house. Right? Mow your own lawn. And I know, I know some of you are like, well, I'm a renaissance man. I do all this stuff myself. Okay, you can. I'm smart enough to know what I don't know. You know, I, I'll give you a quick example. I don't know a ton about cars. I know about cars, right? I can tell you about make, model, you know, some of the values, what, what values hold, what don't, what I like to drive, the differences in them, you know, what feels like what's built better. Again, a lot of this is based upon reading, talking to people in the industry. I can change my own oil. I can change the tire. If I get a, if I get a flat tire on the 405 and I pull over to the side and I have a jack and I have a spare, am I changing my own tire? Hell no. Do you know why? One, I don't want to screw it up. But most importantly, I don't want to get hit by somebody else. So I pay whatever I pay a year for AAA and they come. And if I get a flat tire last night, my daughter, she has a car. She's 16. It was smoking. And so I said, what does the smoke smell like? She's like, well, it kind of has a sweet smell. It's like, oh, that's coolant. That's not oil. You're leaking coolant. So, uh, you know, I put coolant in myself, but it continued to smoke. So I took it to the dealership and they're like, yeah, you got a leak in the valve. You nailed what it was, but you don't know how to fix it. And you can't fix it without our help. Of course. There are things you can do in this world by yourself. No question. This is not one of them. You wouldn't represent yourself in a capital murder trial, would you? Of course not. Why? Because you want a professional. I mean, Lamar Jackson, and you're going to sign a deal somewhere north of $150 million guaranteed. I kind of want a professional doing that deal. Not some business partner who sells a wannabe shake weight to the, to the to public. Like all of these wounds of Lamar Jackson, they're self-inflicted. He fell in the draft because no one could get a hold of him for workouts because his mom was handling that. This deal should have been done. He should have had money in the bank. 12 months ago, didn't because he didn't have an agent to get the deal done. And you could say it wouldn't have been a better deal. You're right. Maybe it wouldn't have. Okay? But he would have all that money in the bank, in escrow, and could be living on any of the interest, and he could be earning more money for him. But man, when you have a league-wide memo, when you, this, this just looks like a dude who has no idea what he's doing. You had your business partner call NFL teams. Well, he didn't negotiate for me. Doesn't matter, bud. Do you know how that looks? Do you know how that looks? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Just getting some tweets. Boys, you guys on Twitter? Do you see our listeners in Vegas saying Gottlieb's right? Uh, Planet Hollywood is on the strip. I'm just I, I'm, I'm not right about everything, but occasionally I'm right about some stuff. <laughs> Cage, occasionally I'm right about. Um, uh, by the way, Bruce uh, tweets us: Hard Rock is now the Virgin Hotel. Uh, there's just so many places I could go with that, but that's podcast only, right? Podcast only. Podcast only. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Mark Dominic joins us. Of course, he was a GM in the National Football League. He's 20 years in NFL front offices with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, two questions for you. They're both kind of related to this UConn story. They were in the Luxor, and they were like, no, nah, we, we got to get out of this hotel. Uh, first, what, what city had the worst hotel for a visiting team? And I know I think you guys pick out your own hotel. But which, which, what's the worst visiting city in the NFL? Oh, that's harsh because it means you have to pick somebody. I mean, the truth is, depending on which coach it was, sometimes it's a little bit different. But, you know, Appleton, Wisconsin is trying their best, but Appleton probably doesn't have the nicest hotel. So when you go to Green Bay, usually teams stay down in Appleton, which is a, a small bus ride up, just because there's not a lot of choices in the Green Bay area still. And so it's probably not the the nicest hotel you stay at, even though they're very nice people that oh, work there. Incredibly nice people, like crazy nice. Like, are you really being this nice to me? But yes, it's it's making up for the fact that you know you're off off the beaten path in in many ways. Uh, when you go to Vegas, what's your go to? Where do I stay? Yeah, I stay at either Aria or the Cosmopolitan. Yeah, yeah. which are right next to each other, right? Aren't they? They're, yeah, yeah, they're basically. literally like right next to each other. But yeah, they've got right, some right of the restaurants, my favorite restaurants, so it's easier to go there. What's your favorite restaurant? We'll give them a shout out. Maybe we will get you a free meal the next time you're there. Carbone, uh, the fact that you can go to Carbone there instead of having to try to wait, you know, forever in New York to open the Carbone in Aria, and that's that's a really great spot. The, the one with the massive portions, right? Everything's like shareable in those portions. The Carbone, it, portions. It, it's it's. I wouldn't say they're massive portions, but I would say it's it's like if you order the meatball, you're getting a real meatball. It's not, it's a it's not just like a little one that you're you're, you're buying out of the package. It's a, it's a legit thing, but it's just got great flavors, great atmosphere, and. Uh, you know, they've got some, some really good dishes if you're into Italian. Well, I mean, I don't know anybody who's not. It's, it's more like, are you, will you do the carbs? You know, you can do the carbs maybe once a week or, or whatever. Uh, your pasta of choice and then sauce of choice. 
I'm a Papadelli guy is my pasta of choice. And, you know, I like a, like a little bit of a spicy, uh, like a vodka or something like that that's got a little bit of a, a kick to it. All right. Uh, I have no idea what pasta you just said. What, oh, well, what, see, that's because I'm an Italian what, snob, I guess. What, what is but it? The, guys, the people that know that, they know the Papadelli. Papadelli? Uh, it, yeah, it's like a Papadelli, par, but it's like a big, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, the long, thin ones. They kind of look like thick shoelaces. Yeah, that's it. You nailed it. And I'm probably saying, there's Italians out there listening right now, like you're saying it wrong. Well, you know, it's, it's more of the Dominic is Marco Italian Dominic, Dominic, what are you doing? It's a Papadelli. Okay, anyway. <laughs> exactly um, right. Sorry, that was a, a completely terrible canned accent. All right, let's, let's get to some of this NFL stuff. So a memo goes out to the league. Like, hey, there's a guy who's, if, if this guy tries to act like he's Lamar's agent, he's not. If you want to talk to Lamar, you got to talk to Lamar. My take on it is, man, does this look unprofessional for Lamar. Like, it just really, really, like, you don't want to have an agent, but your business partner is going to go reach out to people and kind of give them your, your real cell number? This, it just feels so unprofessional for a guy that has handled so many things so well. Yeah, it's just surprising. You know, if, if you want to be your own agent, and again, that's up to him and his mom and, and what they want to do, but there's nothing like Lamar Jackson can call the NFL or the NFLPA and get the, the, you know, the lines of the general managers of the clubs he thinks that might have interest. And just reach out, just like an agent would, you know. And it doesn't make it look like he's desperate. It's just like you're doing your due diligence. You know, I want to call Carolina before the trade, before they made the trade. I want to call Atlanta. I want to call the Titans. I want to call the Seahawks. I want to, you know, call all these clubs and just be like, I'm just curious where you sit and with where my situation is and what I'd like to know. I mean, if you're going to want to be your agent, you got to pick up the phone and make those tough calls where sometimes you're not going to like the answers. And <laughs> that's how that works. But. To have somebody call around on your behalf that's not certified, everybody knows it's a no-no, and you know you got It deserves a slap on the wrist, but at the same point, it shows you that you still kind of. That's why you need an agent to be able to handle some of these things. And paying an agent one or two percent of two hundred fifty million dollars to me is worth it, based off of what they can do in terms of protection of language and then the contract that they understand. Okay, so. How does this go from this point forward? Like right now, he's not getting an agent. He doesn't, and we are where we are. Uh, yeah. Forecast for me the realistic vision of what happens over the next month or so. Yeah, I mean, I think that if Lamar doesn't get a deal by the draft, which I don't see any club coming out right now, there's not been. Again, I, I say this, Doug. If I would be negotiating, let's say I'm Chris Ballard from the Indianapolis Colts, and I have interest in Lamar. Jackson, I call Lamar Jackson and say, hey, look, we're going to do our due diligence on you. We, we may fly you in for a, a physical and a visit. But if I hear one thing about this, I'm taking the deal off the table. And so it's up to you. You've got to either keep it quiet or you, or we're going to stay out of it. And I mean that sincerely because what Chris Bauer doesn't want is the circus and the show and every reporter coming like, what's the latest on Lamar? What's the latest on Lamar? And it just becomes this event. And so – if anything's happening, which is why I wouldn't think we'd hear much, but I think most GMs would want to handle it that way to be very quiet. In, in terms of what I think is going to happen, Lamar's going to, going to and, and I, I feel for him. Like I, Again, he's trying to get his money. I think he's misplayed this, and that's his own fault. But at the same point, I, I think he's going to start to play the I don't want to be in Baltimore card anymore. And Baltimore's only trying to do right by him by giving him that non-exclusive franchise tag that we talked about you know, a while ago, about a month ago. And and so the Baltimore is going to play the hey look we wanted to try to, to test the markets it wasn't there let's you know we could still try to work out something here or just play on this deal, and then it becomes Lamar's going to have to play the uh, I'm not going to show up to training camp, uh, I'm not going to sign my my tag, 
and and therefore I can just miss as long as I can up to week one. And I think that's probably the next play for Lamar Jackson because he's not getting the contract he expected. Um, here's my thought on the waiting to the draft. Like, I, you know how this works. Once you once the draft goes by, everybody's going to draft a quarterback. You have to have a plan in place. And, like, even if you're indie, this whole idea, well, they could reach out after the draft so they don't have to give up this year's first-round draft pick. Like, yeah, but they have to have a plan in place in case they don't get Lamar, and I don't think you can wait that long. Can you? No, I don't think you can. Uh, I don't think you can wait that long, and I agree with you on that, Doug, that you've got to be a team that maybe feels like they have a person that can start so in case it doesn't come through, you can go on the other side of that deal and say, hey, look, I know it, you know, I've got a guy that can play in 2023, so if it, if I don't get Lamar after the draft, I've still got a quarterback in place. And I don't want to start lots of rumors, but, you know, Seattle Seahawks certainly could be one of those teams that, like, oh, well, that would make sense. You know, they got Geno Smith. They tried to get Lamar Jackson. They transitioned over, even though Seattle uh, may have interest in some other quarterback or still may move up to number three. Uh, I still think that that's a team that's got a quarterback that's in place that they trust. And if they, if they can get Lamar Jackson done, great. But if they can't, then they're still in a good spot. But they don't give up this year's one, especially where Seattle's one is, which is you know elite at number five. So I think that's the play for somebody after the draft is to have that person in place, but understanding that they're probably towards the twilight of their career, or you know they can move on from them after one more year of contract and make a move for Lamar Jackson if you wanted to. Do you believe Lamar Jackson will get the five-year guaranteed contract he desires? No, I do not believe he's going to get that. I think it's it's pushing the envelope too hard. I don't think, and I think the difference between like what happened with Deshaun Watson last year and what's going on with Lamar this year is Deshaun Watson last year had leverage among three or four teams that were bidding, and certainly Cleveland was you know thought they were in it, and then the rug got pulled out from under him. Cleveland spent twenty four to forty hours going like ah, I thought we had him. In addition, the thing that's really the critical difference for me this year versus last year at this time with Deshaun is the draft we ended up with just Kenny Pickett, right? He was the only player that went in the first round, and all the other guys went, No, everybody else went in the third round or later. And so the draft wasn't like this year's draft where you've got four guys that are going in the first round. And so you can kind of be like, look, I'd like to have Deshaun, but I might get one of these four guys, or I can get one of these four guys. And, and I think that's kind of the difference of why the leverage isn't there. And I think the difference also is, uh, you know, in this situation with Lamar Jackson's injury history, and what happened at the end of the year, almost debating on whether he sat out because he didn't want to hurt himself or he couldn't play. I don't know. But it certainly raises questions you have to be able to try to answer to an owner. That's a difficult conversation to figure out is what happens if he's in year four and he doesn't like his contract. Is he right. going to be injured and not right. play like, because he's like, frustrated? Yeah, here, here's it. neither answer is an acceptable answer. Could you have played? Well, yeah, I didn't want to because your contract. Okay, so then why am I going to give you a guaranteed contract? And if you couldn't play, well, then you've missed 15 games combined over the last two years, including, what is it, 10 of the last 22 games the Ravens played in, right? So, exactly. So, so either answer isn't really an answer that somebody who's going to write a guaranteed contract for a guy who, you know, is, is, is going to be old. The older you are, the more likely you are to get hurt. Like, that, that's pretty, pretty obvious. Um, okay, speaking of those four quarterbacks. I put you in Carolina in that draft room, and you've been in this position before, right? And they come to you, and you get to make the decision. The, the owner says, Mark, you're making the call. Who do you take? I'm taking Bryce Young, uh, and I know I'm taking a chance uh, in terms of the size and the weight and the risk. But, uh, you know, I've spent enough time over the last couple of years, you know, talking with Alabama players 
from the previous draft, from this draft, about Bryce Young and what he brings and who he is and, and what he's all about. And there's not a person in Alabama. There's not a person on his team. Uh, he shows you all the attributes. Yes, you're taking a shot, but he's not going to stay on the field. and He might get hurt, too, but he might not. And his talent levels, I uh, just think the elite of these guys, where I feel the most confident. As much as I like CJ Stroud, and he's not you know, Justin Fields, he's not Dwayne Haskins, he's not any of these guys that have come out of Ohio State. He's a different guy. He's a great kid, and so is Will Levis. You know, these guys are really good guys, but I take Bryce Young because I just think the, the mechanics, the attributes, and the ability to move the way he can move and create, I think is going to be what this game is continuing to evolve to and what the college game already did evolve to. Uh, what would you do? You're a team, quarterback-needing team in the first round. What are your thoughts on Anthony Richardson? Yeah, again, I think Anthony is one of those ones where I don't want to have to play him this year because I think it's unfair to Anthony Richardson to have to play this year based off of his limited play that he's had in his career and the fact that I think he still needs a lot of work in terms of learning how to be more of a quarterback instead of relying on being just the best athlete in this entire draft class. And I think that's just with you know being around people, being around the right coach and stuff. So I, I look at it as a, as a team that's got themselves in the – and he may go higher than this, but a team that feels like they've got a quarterback that's good, but maybe not a quarterback can get him over the hump. And what's the worst thing that happens? You, you draft an Anthony Richardson, and you, you kind of see. I mean, could Atlanta take Anthony Richardson and put him with Desmond Ritter and say the best guy wins? Sure. You know, and maybe Desmond gets the starts. And, it, and if, if Desmond Ritter is better than Anthony Richardson, you're going to feel pretty good. And if Anthony Richardson turns out to be better than Desmond Ritter, you're certainly a better team. So it seems like that kind of a, a situation – would be where he could come off the board. And, you know, the athlete is just tremendous. And I did was told, I didn't get to do it, but I was told uh, he did interview fairly well with NFL clubs, which is important. Uh, Mark Dominic joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. 20 years in front offices of the National Football League. Of course, he was the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What do you do with running back? You know, the, the common th- thought is, hey – Running backs, first contract, no big deal. It's the second contract. All right, what about Austin Eckler? Um, Chargers are at one of these impasses where they paid him, and he's probably achieved greater than what his contract is, but he wants more money, more years. Nothing negative to say about the team. They're like, look, we just don't think that's the market for you. What do you think of the Chargers and how they're approaching this, the Austin Eckler deal? Well, I, I don't blame where the Chargers sit. I mean, you know, you hit free agency in 2020. You signed a deal uh, that gives you all the way through 2023. You're going into your last year of your contract. I understand you want uh, more money. I understand your value, but look what just happened in free agency, right? I mean, you know, the one-year deals were because of franchise tags. That doesn't mean they've got, you know, the, the long-term security. David Montgomery gets three for 18. That's $6 million a year. You know, Miles Sanders does decent, but not phenomenal. And so to look at that and say, where's the market? I mean, Zeke Elliott gets cut. This is, you know, these big contracts, these guys and turn around getting cut. So, you know, Austin, I appreciate what you're thinking. And I, and I know you want to get the long-term deal, but I think you've got to get to free agency next year. And you can have 31 teams or 32 teams consider what your value is. But, you know, this is a hard one because I do agree that he's outperformed his contract. And a lot of times that's where players are trying to, like, do something. I think the Chargers could – throw something onto this contract in terms of performance where it's tied to not only what he does, but maybe also to postseason play. Hey, look, hey, Austin, we understand you're underpaid. Um, if you can get over a thousand yards on the ground again, but this year we also 
you know, win the conference championship and also win a Super Bowl, like two different levels. You win the conference championship, here's an extra million dollars. We win the Super Bowl, here's an extra $2 million as long as you play 70% in each game, then, or whatever the percentage is. Uh, then, yeah, we're going to give you another three, four, four million dollars and get you closer to what the average is, and then you become a free agent. I think that's the common ground you could come up with, but that's not usually what the Chargers' mentality is about contract negotiations in the history. It's a, it's a great point. Um, but it's also, and, and look, they, they've given Joey Bosa money, they've given other elite players money. I, I wonder how that one ends. Mark, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy you, the, the spring weekend, and we'll talk to you very, very soon. Sounds good, Doug. Thanks for having me on, as always. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What up with your Doug Gottlieb show? Fox Sports Radio. Mmm. Oh, wow, we got some good stuff coming up, huh? Mark Dominant's going to join us next hour. We'll ask him about uh, my take on Lamar Jackson. Plus, we'll get his take on the quarterbacks now that he's evaluated more, seen more, what he would do with this upcoming draft. Oh, Nick Saban addressed the wrong place, wrong time thing, he said. Felt like a jab, more than a jab, a smack of Nate Oates in the basketball program. We'll see what he said about it. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save Progressive.com. Let's get to the gambler. Well, the gambler is usually something we reserve for late in the Friday show. We all make our picks and then we sing. But 
we got some other stuff already uh, booked and planned. Plus, we're going to take it to Jared Smith, who's an actual Fox Sports Radio betting analyst. That upcoming in about five or six minutes. So we thought we'd make our own picks. Here's the gambler, okay? One pick from the upcoming weekend that uh, you would be willing to put your name next to. Let's start with, oh, I'm ready for the J. Stu team parlay. J. Stu, who you got? Oh, man, do I have a doozy for you. Uh, J. Stu team parlay today um, means you need to have two teams in a, a J. Stu team parlay. Let's start off with the Tigers. The uh, Princeton Tigers are getting 10.5. I like getting the points in that game. And then I want to take the Longhorns, minus four, minus four and a half right now, if you can get it. Um, I just had a memo for uh, Xavier fans or Xavier fans. Uh, Tyrone Hill is not walking through that door. Uh, so take Texas to Princeton for your J. Stu parlay, and uh, you're welcome. Mm. Uh, okay, what about you, Dan, Dan Byer? Oh, boy. Got to go Sweet 16. By the way, I don't know if I said it on the air last night, but FAU Tennessee played out exactly how I thought it would. I think I maybe told John during a break. Um, So if I get this pick wrong, I'm hanging my head on yesterday. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you what. I think Alabama's going to have some some difficulties tonight. Uh, There's always a game on a road to a national championship that uh, is very close. You end up maybe squeaking it out. The road for Alabama is there. It's paved. But tonight, I think there could be the pothole. Give me San Diego State uh, plus seven tonight against Alabama. It needs to be noted, by the way, that Dan's um, survivor pool, mm-hmm. he survived last night. He had UConn last night. Yeah. And, and you leaning towards Creighton tonight? Yeah, I think that's the only play. I really do. Well, they're the biggest, the biggest favorite. So yes. That yeah, sense. I think that's the only one. But it's down to like 80-plus uh, survivor pools, and it started with what, like 1,500 or cra- something crazy? Yeah, there's a, a yeah 1,000, and there's like 100 left. Yeah. 99 of us. The 99 straw. Uh, what about you there, John Ramos? Well, I just want to let, let you know. Sorry, I have- John. I was still talking about oh. my survivor pool. <laughs> no, go ahead. I've uh, got three of the four in the final four still alive, so that's, that's my... <laughs> <laughs> what about your other pool? My other pool's done. Uh, but let me tell you, I was going to take Alabama tonight, but uh, I don't want to step on on Dan's parade. Go ahead. No, I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, Houston-Miami. I like Miami not to win, but to cover, to keep this close. They're seven and a half point underdogs to the University of Houston. I, I like Houston to win, but it's going to be a close game. So take Miami and the, minor, and the seven and a half. I, I like that pick a lot. That's a that's a hell of a pick there, uh, John Ramos. Thank you, Doug. I, I, I mean it. I'm, there's no no sarcasm there. No cap, as they say. Oh, did, did is is Gottlieb cool now? I don't know, but I just said <laughs> no cap and I used it properly. Um, here's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I'm gonna do a three team parlay. I'm gonna win you. Whoa, you ready? You ready? We're gonna go. We're gonna go three team. We're not going Jay Stu team parlay. We're doing a three team parlay. Texas has way more depth uh, than Xavier. Uh, Xavier's good. They're going to try and run up and down with Texas, and I think kind of like UCLA, they may run themselves out of gas. And I'm not sure how many people know this, but uh, their best player for a good portion of the season was Zach Fremantle. Fremantle? Which, no, I know Fremantle is, uh, that's a historic. They're, they were, weren't there Fremantles? Weren't those, weren't those part of, like, the, the Revolutionary War? 
I don't know. Anyway. Freemasons? Yeah. Freemasons. I got the joke. Freemasons, yeah. Fremantle. Not sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll, edit, we'll, we'll clean it up and edit. Fremantle um, was a great Yankee, too. One of the best of all time. I like that. Um, anyway, Xavier, not as, not as deep. Texas, very deep. Uh, give me Texas. Give me Creighton. Give me Miami. Texas, Creighton, Miami. Put them in a box. You're welcome. Those are the picks. Let's sing. Come on. When the dealing's done, you, you got, got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. And know no when, when to run. run. You, you better, better count, count your, your money. money. You're sitting, sitting at the table. table. Time, Time enough for counting. When, when the dealing's done. done. Let's welcome him in. He's Jared Smith. He's Fox Sports Radio's betting analyst. He joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, uh, but just just for perspective, who did you like? What did you like last night going into the games? I really like Kansas State yesterday, and I thought it was Michigan State's defense that was going to be the letdown for them. I also liked Arkansas, though, um, and I think in the end, just not enough outside talent for this Razorbacks team, and UConn just kind of bludgeoned them inside, and unlike prior games where Arkansas got a little bit of a physical edge in the paint against Kansas, they could not find that edge against UConn. It ended in a late game. I mean, goodness gracious. Uh, it, just the ability of Florida Atlantic to – make shots, and I think we saw the true Tennessee really come to the forefront. I did prefer the Owls catching five and a half there. I did not think they were going to pull off the upset, but I thought that they had the offensive ability to keep things close. The shots went in in the second half, and I, I had no play for the UCLA-Gonzaga game. I was expecting a show. We got a show, and that game really – you play that game out 100 times, Doug. I think it 50-50, who wins, <laughs> but it just so happened that Strother made that shot, and, and what a fantastic finish here in Vegas. It, it was amazing. All right, let's let's get ready for tonight, shall we? In uh, in in the men's tournament, as San Diego State plays the first game against Alabama. Aztecs great defensively, great rebounding wise, but not at the level. Uh, the Mountain West is not at the level of the SEC. You got the number one team in the tournament, number one team in the country, but not one that's played great through the first two games of the tournament. Bama's a seven point favorite. The over under is one thirty seven and a half. Who and what do you like? Yeah, so the first thing that jumped out to me here, San Diego State, when they really manage up in competition, you know, Charleston and Furman in the first two games facing teams that were clearly undersized and doesn't have the level of athletes that Alabama does, and then you go and you look at San Diego State's record against power five teams that have a winning percentage over 60%, so the best of the best in the top conferences, they're about 39% against the spread over the years against those teams. So they really struggle when they manage up. Now, you could say that the San Diego State team, I would say, a little bit more gifted offensively, Bradley especially being the main shooter on this team. But I think if Alabama plays their game and if Brandon Miller's 100%, I could see them putting a big number on, on up on San Diego State tonight because I think if you try to match athletes with Alabama, you're going to run into problems. They didn't have those issues in the first two rounds. I think they run into some of those issues tonight. Uh, Miami takes on Houston. Houston's a 7.5-point favorite. The over-under is 139. Seven and a half points for Houston. That's a lot of points considering their lack of health and the fact that Miami seems pretty good. Well, who do you like? Yeah, they're really baiting you to take the dog here. And, and a lot of the public has kind of responded in kind. This is probably the most popular play of the night from an underdog perspective. When you look at Houston, now the one difference between what Miami did last week against Indiana um, and what they were able to do, I think, today, 
Indiana is a good defensive team. So is Houston. That's fine. But Indiana's defense, I think, is built more inside out. You've got the two bigs, Trace Jackson Davis and Race Thompson being the two guys in the middle, whereas I think Houston's defense is a little bit better on the exterior. And Houston's a top-five team defending the three. They're really good at running guys off the three-point line, whereas the Hoosiers are outside the top 130 in that category. So I think Houston's guards, Sasser, Shedd, and Mark, they get an extra day of rest. Remember, they played last Saturday, and they have all the way until Friday. So the injuries, maybe you get an extra 24 hours. I really think this Houston defense is going to give this very talented Miami backcourt a lot of problems. And let's be honest, Miami defensively, that's where I really see an edge for Houston. And I know laying seven points in a tournament game, especially a Sweet 16 game, it doesn't feel comfortable. But if there was going to be a blowout in either direction here, Houston, to me, I think can put up a big number offensively. And if those guards can run Miami shooters off the three-point line, I think that's where they have an edge in this game. Uh, Princeton takes on Creighton. Creighton, a preseason top 10 team. They're only a six seed. Uh, Princeton, a team that uh, tied for the Ivy League championship, won the Ivy League tournament at home. Uh, they pulled off uh, two, two upsets, but the lines, it's, it's moved to only 10. It was much bigger earlier in the week. Princeton, Creighton, who do you like? Yeah, Creighton, I think, is the most balanced team in the country right now. Uh, the way that they can do it on both ends. They, unlike all the other teams that are, I think, are in the top tier, they all kind of have a weakness. Like, we talk about Bama. They can be a little helter-skelter sometimes. And, you know, Houston's more of a defensive team than an offensive team. I don't know which side of the floor Creighton's really better at because they're really good on both ends. They've got the guards that can make shots. They've got the elite rim protector and Kalk Brenner, the Big East Player of the Year. And they also are very balanced shooting it from two and three, and they're well-coached. So I'll be honest, the teams that are playing tonight, I think Creighton might be the more overlooked of the teams in terms of being a national title contender. I think they win. I think they win convincingly tonight, and then that's going to set up a game against Alabama in the next round that is going to have a lot of odds makers very fascinated to see which side of the ledger the sharp money falls on. But I think we're destined for a Creighton-Alabama lead eight. Um, Okay. Um, Xavier's taking on Texas. Xavier is uh, Texas is a four point favorite and the over under is one forty seven and a half. What's your lean? Yeah, Texas has a huge edge on the inside here. So uh, since Fremantle's been out for Xavier, they have been playing so outside oriented. And don't get me wrong, Xavier is a fantastic offensive team. They've got three elite guards that can all fill it up, the three musketeers, so to say. But when you look at what Xavier is at their core, they are an offensive-minded team. Where, again, I think Texas is a lot more balanced. And really what's been the emergence for Texas, and I'm a Penn State alum, and, and this guy killed us in the last round, Dylan Visu has been an absolute monster. And that's something Xavier can't match. They don't have that big inside that can not only defend, but also get out on Visu and, and, and try to turn him into more of an outside scorer. I think he's going to have a big night in the paint. If you can find props on him, points, rebounding, I think that's the way to go. I think this is the, the, the fairest line of the entire uh, week on a, on a, on a favor. I have no issues laying four points with Texas here. I think they have a chance to put up a big number offensively on Xavier's defense. And I know it's pretty chalky. I like all the favorites tonight. But when we get to this stage, Doug, you know the, the cream teams, rises. The best teams and I think are the best teams. four really good teams. Yeah, no, the, be- the best teams are the best teams. I mean, like, look, yeah. look if, we, if we look back at last night, right, obviously UCLA-Gonzaga became a, a toss-up game, but it's because UCLA is missing two of their starters. Otherwise, yeah. you have to feel like it goes in line with, hey, they were actually had the better team the better year. You know, Florida Atlantic was the better team throughout the year. And granted, also Tennessee doesn't have their starting point guard, right? But the better team throughout the year would have been Florida Atlantic. 
water have found its level. The same thing can be said for UConn. They were the better team than, than Arkansas yep. this year, right? And the same thing can be like all of the – all of those, and Michigan State was a good team, but they were seeded as a seven seed for a reason, right? Whereas, yep. you know, they, they took on a Kansas State team that they surprised the hell out of people. They were really, really good. Um, conferences they beat, And they beat too, Texas though. at Texas, and they beat Kansas at home. The, 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 the conferences matter. Conference profiling is something I take very seriously this time of year. When you look at the Big Ten, Northwestern was the two seed in the Big Ten this year yep. of the tournament. Yep. So, to me, compared to Kansas State, which you know barely was in the top four of their own conference tournament. So, the Big 12 was so much better than the Big 10 this year. When you match up those two teams, which are kind of, I would say, below the top tier of their conferences teams, their best teams, whereas Texas, Kansas, Big 12, you put Purdue and you know maybe one of the other teams out there ahead of Michigan State, you get these conferences match up, the Big 12's better. So, it doesn't surprise me that they won this game, and it doesn't surprise me that the Big 10 – doesn't have a team in the Elite Eight. I really appreciate you joining us. Uh, thanks so much for being our guest, and we'll talk to you as the tournament rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate it, Doug. All right, so then I, I don't know how our picks looked against his, all your our gambler picks. I think I think pretty pretty good, uh, but uh, it wasn't like Jared was perfect last night either, right? Uh, got a lot to get to here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. You know, there, there's some people who... Um, they got that. They're kind of bent out of shape over what uh, Tom Izzo said after the game last night. Did you guys hear that? Ramos, do you have that cut? This is Byer. I want, I want your opinion on this one. Okay, I have my own, but I don't want to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to share it. Okay. Um, this Tom Izzo after the game last night, he said this in regards to his team's performance. I'm so proud of these guys for a lot of reasons. I mean, give them credit, but I mean, they banked in two shot clock threes. There were. And they made some big plays, but some of those plays weren't big plays. They were lucky plays. And and I didn't think we played our best. I think some of it was them. I think some of it was us. But, boy, we bounced back in that second half. And I've been part of a lot of wins. I've been part of a lot of losses, tough losses. But I've never been prouder of a team because we didn't really have it tonight. And yet we still found a way to battle back. And I was proud of our guys. Okay, so uh, to many that seems like uh, very backhanded compliments or even, you know, talking about luck with banking into shot clock threes. How do you take it, Dan? Um, you know, the, the last part of it of, of just of, you know, just talking about how, how proud he is of his team. I think that's what got in the way. I think we all think that any banked in three is luck and maybe something from above. Um, I don't know if the coach should be saying it, but I think the the pride in his team got in the way, which forced him to say it. Probably not the best words, but when you're banking in three, sorry, it is luck. Yeah, I, I, it's this is here's the thing, and Izzo is in the Izzo zone. Okay, I think he is, and maybe there is no Izzo zone anymore. And the Izzo zone is here. Here's the here's the timeline. I think Bill Simmons came up with the Tyson zone. Right? The Tyson zone is there isn't a story about Mike Tyson that you wouldn't believe to be true. Right? So then from, from that, we got we created, Adam Klug and I created the Spurrier zone. That's because Steve Spurrier at the end of his head coaching career, he could just say whatever he wanted because, well, he'd been doing it so long, he's so well respected. And, you know, he's talking about things he knows to be true. So he'd be like, well, hell, we just like to play Georgia first couple games of the year. They always have a couple guys suspended. You're like, oh, you can't say it. Well, it's true, but you can't say it. Spurrier could because he's Spurrier. Izzo's in that zone, right? He's actually saying things that are true. 
You know, uh, we didn't play our best. He's not wrong. They didn't play their best. Now, some of that's caused by Kansas State. And Kansas State, there was an amount of luck. You could also say there was an amount of luck to Michigan State where they climbed back in the game when Noel rolled his ankle. Sure. But I I find nothing wrong with being, when you're 69 years old, when you've been to, I don't know, what is it, seven Final Fours, and you've, you've done it as long as he's done it, and I, 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 I don't, Mike, I can't harp on some negatives that other people want to harp on. You want to pick apart. Generally, what he said is like, look, we didn't play our best, and they had everything going for him. It wouldn't be, I, I would be critical, and I would say like, I didn't love your game plan. You know, you got to slow Kansas State down. You let them run the ball up the court, so you got to guard them, you know, three, three or four actions. That's really hard to do. But I don't know. I, I do think there's a pride in your team, and I don't take super negative from it. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.